I think it's time to make primary relationships primary. Find out how on this episode of Pushback. If you're concerned about the direction our culture is heading, then maybe it's time to push back. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Pushback. I'm Dr. Johnny, and I just want to start out this podcast by saying thank you to all of those who have been so faithfully listening and tuning in and the overwhelming positive response that I've been getting for uh, this podcast I'm so grateful to you uh, for your attention uh, and leaning into these topics. Uh, It makes my heart sing and uh, encourages me to continue uh, with, I believe, these life-changing cultural messages. So today I want to talk about primary relationships. As so many times in my podcast, I usually start with the dictionary. So let's turn to the Oxford Dictionary, uh, and it talks about primary relationships in sociology. It says, in sociology, social relationships are divided into primary and secondary groups. Primary ties are characterized by direct, personal, and intimate interactions. In addition, primary group members exchange tacit items such as support, love, and concern. Examples of these would be family ties. So I believe based on that definition that primary relationships are husband and wife, parents and children, brothers and sisters. And of course, I have really dedicated my life, my ministry, and my teaching uh, to strengthening marriages, families, and sibling relationships because they're primary. They're of utmost concern. Other relationships, all other relationships then, by definition, are secondary. It doesn't mean they aren't important. It doesn't mean they don't contribute to our life and, and the happiness of the life that we lead. They're just not primary. And primary implies an order of importance. I got thinking about this topic uh, a few years ago. Uh, as I mentioned before, I'm a, I'm a physician. I'm in the emergency department and I usually work night shift. And so very often while we're, I'm waiting for lab results and different things, I'm sitting in the call room and flip on the TV and flip through channels. And I remember I stumbled upon Barack Obama's farewell address. Uh, he was always such a good speaker and I, I was tuning in to what he had to say. There was a phrase uh, after he went through a lot of policy issues, there was a phrase that he spoke when he turned and began to address his family. And that's always powerful. Uh, But he said something, and I'm not trying to pick on Barack Obama at all, because as I will share with you, I've heard this hundreds of times since then. But this is when I, I got my wheels spinning about this topic. He turned to his wife, Michelle, and he said, and I quote, this is from January 10th, 2017. He said, Michelle, for the past 25 years, you've not only been my wife and mother of my children, 
but my best friend. Now, you, my listeners, may hear that and say, oh, that's that's really very sweet. Um, but I would submit to you that best friend is actually a secondary relationship. So when he says, not only wife and mother of my children, but best friend, the punchline seems to be best friend as if that is a higher place or a higher calling or a promotional relationship. Well, again, on pushback, my heart is to change and to shape the culture in the way that we speak, in the way that we think. I think it's important that we actually change and adjust the way that we think about primary relationships. As I said, I'm not picking on Barack Obama. That was just the, the time that I heard it and began to really lean into this. It's funny, there's a lot of advertisements and magazine covers and quotes. Uh, once you start looking for it, you kind of see it everywhere. There's a, a, a ring that's available and being advertised through Jared, the, uh, the jewelry store. And it's called the Ever Us Ring. And it features a pair, two equally sized, sparkling round diamonds. And it says on their advertisement, one diamond for your true love and one for your best friend. You see it everywhere. Magazines, people talking about their relationships. She's not only my wife, she's my best friend. They'll even say, my mom is not only my mom, but my best friend. Well, what I would submit to you, that best friend is actually a downgrade. The category and the position of husband and wife is actually the highest human position that we can attain to. My eight-year-old Sadie knows that this is a soapbox of mine and have talked about this many times and she'll see a commercial like this one for Jared pop up on the screen and I'll hear her say, downgrade. As soon as they say, she's not only my my wife, she's my best friend. Sadie will say, downgrade. Because <laughs> she understands that the word wife is actually the more powerful word. It's sad in a lot of ways because I believe that we have actually elevated as a society best friend as a, re as a more relatable, less painful primary relationship. See, I'm not naive to the fact that family relationships, these primary relationships that I have listed, can sometimes be accompanied by pain, disillusionment, heartbreak. Best friend, because it is secondary and doesn't have the direct, personal, and intimate interaction from that definition that I just read to you, can, we can sometimes look to our best friend to try to fill that void. And we see best friend as often a more comfortable, maybe even more palatable relationship. But I believe if this is culturally where we're heading, then it's time to push back. It's time to declare that our primary relationships, the relationships with our spouse, with our children, with our brothers and sisters, that these are strong and that these are healthy and they are a higher, a higher, a, a higher relationship to attain to and to strengthen and to consider a priority. See, 
I believe that to say that my wife is my best friend, I call it kind of a, a duh moment. <laughs> it doesn't mean that I don't like her. It means that it's inherent that I like her in the title of being my wife. It's a duh moment. The analogy I will use is this statement, sort of springboarding off of what President Obama said. I could say pizza is not only my favorite and incredibly delicious, but it is also food. <laughs> kind of loses a little punch at the end. You see, everybody repeat after me. Duh. <laughs> See, the word food is implied in the word pizza. As best friend should be implied in the word husband and wife. See, I believe this is the critical cultural piece that I want to convey to you in this podcast. It's the highest form of human relationship. There is, it is like no other. It is higher than others. And it's contained in the word wife or the word husband. See, the word primary, going back to the dictionary, the word primary basically means first. And when you go to the dictionary, it says when a matter is of primary concern, it means it's of first importance. First importance. I would submit to you that our marriages were intended to be the primariest of all relationships. And it should be a priority, which means that it should be considered prior to all other life decisions. It's first. It's primary. See, now we may think that we are actually helping our kids by placing them first as the primariest relationship that we have. But I would submit to you that the best thing that we can do for our children is to actually strengthen our marriage. I mentioned that I'm an ER doc and, and every, I think, three to four years, we are required to take a class, a course called ATLS. It's a it's advanced trauma life support. And we learn about uh, triaging and caring uh, for that initial care for a patient that has come in uh, having suffered trauma in all various forms. We learn in ATLS that when we have the unique experience of caring for a pregnant woman who has been in a trauma accident, that because we are human, our tendency, our mindset may be to concentrate on the baby. But we are taught in ATLS that because the baby is attached by an umbilical cord to its mother, that all resuscitative efforts actually have to be drawn and, 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 and concerted towards the mother. Because... If the mother dies, the baby dies. If the mother dies, the baby dies. 
And so too often in our culture, we have become child focused. Now, don't misunderstand me. Parent-child relationships are also a primary relationship, but it's not the primariest. It's, it's not the, the number one relationship. The number one relationship is our marriages. And we have to concentrate our efforts, even our resuscitative efforts, towards keeping the marriage relationship strong. Because if the marriage dies, the babies die. See, it's so important that we strengthen and secure our marriage relationships. It's the best thing that we can do for our children. And the way that we do that is by making our marriages a priority, considered prior to all other life decisions. See, culture has actually made a joke of marriages. Marriage has often become a butt of their jokes. Sitcoms have cheapened the relationship to crude one-liners. And we laugh and we make light of the dysfunction in marriage relationships. But my friends, we as Christian families, we set and shape the culture. We can push back against this culture by being a real demonstration, a real life demonstration of the power and the effectiveness of healthy, whole, marital relationships. It's critical to our culture, and it's critical that we are demonstrating and being the display of the Father's original culture for marriage to this world. It desperately needs it. It desperately wants it. Nobody goes into marriage hoping that someday they're going to become divorced. And yet 50% of marriages end in divorce because there, there isn't a, a priority, there isn't a, um, a ferocity about protecting the marriage relationship and leaning into it and learning about it and becoming stewards of it. See, we need to put boundaries around our marital relationship. Boundaries are a wonderful thing. And I, had ha I would have you reference my podcast entitled Beautiful Boundaries. Boundaries are significant. They're not to constrict us, but actually to create a freedom uh, around us. That's what boundaries are for. And there's no more important place, in my opinion, in our society than placing boundaries around our marital relationships. We have to see them as priority, priorities that need to be defended, protected, honored. And we might even need to fight for it. Our marriages are that important. We need to place boundaries even, even from our children. We love our children and they're cute and, 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 we, and they're part of our life. And so please don't misunderstand me. In fact, next podcast, I'll be talking about that primary relationship. But the most important thing, the most important relationship is our marriage. And we need to protect it even from our children. And even on a side note, uh, this is, this is just, just Dr. Johnny's opinion. I believe that the marriage bed, the place of, of intimacy and privacy in our home, should actually be a boundary. And all I ask you is if you have your children sleeping with you in your bed, I'm asking you just to reconsider. Just reconsider. Establish this boundary because it will be stronger for your marriage and it will also send an important, actually loving message to your children that your marriage matters. 
And when your, when your children see that your marriage matters and that you're willing to protect it and defend it, then they actually feel more secure and safe, especially in this world where marriages are being devastated. So we are to be the demonstrators of the father's importance on marriage. He thinks marriage is really, really important. It was his idea. He created it. And, and once again, because we are the ones that set and shape the culture, I think it's of critical importance that we are intentional in our demonstration of marriage to this world. What do I mean by that? I mean that even when we leave our house and, and we go into the public square and, and the places that we live uh, and just do life, that our marriages are a demonstration to the world that we care about it, that we are considerate to it. See, I believe even the way that we speak about our spouses to the people that we are around, that we don't disparage each other, that we don't backtalk to each other, that we don't complain about our spouses to each other. It's not their place to know those places of intimacy because they are a secondary relationship. Remember the, remember the definition, direct, personal, and intimate interactions. That describes a marital relationship, and those conversations need to be um, inside and in the confines of marriage. We need to be very careful what we speak out of our mouth about each other, that we honor each other with our lips. And I'm telling you, that is a powerful demonstration of the importance of marriage. I always chuckle a little bit because I know when a cell phone rings and somebody answers the cell phone and, and they answer it something like this. Hi. Yeah. Okay. We know who they're talking to. We know they're talking to their spouse. And it saddens me. Because I can tell they're talking to their spouse by the degree of almost apathy in their voice, the degree of familiarity in their voice. But when we prioritize and we see the importance that our spouses have in our lives, we should be answering the phone with exhilaration like the most important person in the world has just called me. One time my wife was, was walking around our neighborhood with some of her girlfriends and they were just chatting and I called her from work. And my, my wife, who demonstrates this and honors me so well, she answered the phone. Hey, sweetie, how are you? Oh. And, and she was very excited and, 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 um, and demonstrative in her voice, very animated. And she hung up the phone. And one of the, her friends turned to her and said, I don't know who you were talking to on the phone, but that was not your husband. <laughs> and she looked a little concerned, like, what is happening with Amy and her relationships? But Amy actually demonstrated something to them about the importance and the value of who her husband was. It was honoring to me, and it actually sent a tangible message to her friends that this relationship is impactful, fresh, and powerful. See, I believe within reason that even public displays of affection are okay. <laughs> and what I mean is locking arms, hand-holding, affectionately hugging one another. I believe people will actually be drawn to the fact that you desire and want to display the affection you have for each other. I would love it and I would challenge you to go out to dinner with your spouse and have everyone around you think that it's a first date.
See, there's an expression that says familiarity breeds contempt. To that, I say no. No, no, no. Familiarity is ought to breed greater affection, greater honor, greater place of intimacy. It's, it's what is cultured and created in a primary relationship. Husbands, have your wife fall in love with you again. Sometimes we as men have sort of a, a conquest mentality that once we're married and, 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 and we've sort of procured our spouse, that we sort of relax. But this is a priority, and this will continue to be a priority. Husbands, have your wives fall in love with you again. Wives, maybe it's time to turn your husband's head again. Lean into the relationship. Get his attention. It's keeping the relationship fresh and strong, which is what needs to take place in primary relationships. Sometimes it's as simple as looking your spouse in the eye and telling them, that they are a priority, which means that you will consider them prior to every other life decision. That's how important marriage is. I don't want to sugarcoat it, downplay it, or dilute it. Your marriages matter, and we need to lean into the potency and power that they were created to be from the very beginning of time. I'm going to talk about other primary relationships in future podcasts many times because we have to have the mindset, the cultural mindset, that these are priorities, that these relationships are critical and they matter. If you would like to lean more into marriage and have it be a priority in your life, I invite you to our ultimate marriage course. My wife and I, through GoFam Ministries, present a marriage course. We call it the ultimate marriage course or the ultimate or anyone who thinks that someday they would like to be married course. Because as I hope you can tell, I love the word culture and we teach marriage from a cultural aspect. It's not just a list of how to, the do's and don'ts of marriage. It's not to make you feel guilty that you're doing marriage all wrong. But instead, we actually connect to the Father's original heart for marriage. And from that place, we drop a plumb line and we line up the culture and our behaviors to his perfect plan for marriage. And because it's about culture, we think it's super, super important that we invite singles to our marriage course as well. We've had marriage courses where we have had up to 50 singles actually attend our courses. And that makes my heart sing. It's so important. It's maybe even more important that we learn about the culture of marriage even before we get married. And because of this, and because we prioritize that, ages 14 to 18 are actually free to attend the course. We love to have teenagers come, and we even have a special breakout session for them as well. At the time of this podcast, we will be having a ultimate marriage course on March 14th, 2020 in Maplewood, Minnesota. If you're listening to the podcast past that date, then I encourage you to check out our website for future dates and locations. 
And we are doing this course and being invited invited to do this course by many different churches uh, throughout our region. So go to our website and find out where the course might be offered in your neck of the woods. So gofam.org, gofam.org is your place and your portal to all the information about our courses and what we offer. Because your marriage is a priority and and my prayer for you is that you lean into that in this new season so that your marriage can be fresh and new. So now let's go together and set and shape the culture. Hey.